Hello, Lake Orion. It's Thursday at 3 p.m. We're back with the Yellow Cares podcast. Brought to you by Orion Neighborhood Television. I'm Ian Locke. Back again. Uh, We have a full show for you. Um, We have a nice guest coming in from the library. Karen Knox, the director of the Orion Township Public Library, will be with us today. Talk about all the services they have going on during the COVID-19 lockdown. Some other news. Joe Johnson will be joining us uh, at the bottom of the hour with some. Uh, he's been out and about getting interviews and finding some information about some fun stuff coming down the line, like a 5K, and also some unfun stuff around the community. <laughs> Road construction on M24. So we'll have an update on that. But be sure to spread the word that this podcast is live Thursdays at three on Facebook. Be sure to follow Orient Neighborhood Television on Facebook to get programming notices and current COVID-19 news updates. You can head on over to our website at orionontv.org for more information about COVID videos. As you can see here on the screen, click on the COVID uh, news videos. It takes you right to our video on demand site with daily updates from Township Supervisor Chris Barnett, CDC videos, Township Board meetings, and so on. A lot of goodies to take a peek at there. That's orionontv.org. You can also watch us on our website, uh, streaming live and replays of this uh, podcast throughout the week on on Comcast Channel 10 and Channel 20 and AT&T U-verse Channel 99. And don't forget your Roku device. That's the big news. We're on Roku now. So if you have a Roku device uh, and you activate it, be sure to add the Cablecast app to your Roku device. And you can see all of ONTV's programming, important news and information, um, COVID-related, and all that good stuff. All right. If you'd like to reach out to the Lake Orion Cares podcast, email us at ontv at orionontv.org. Make sure you put LO Cares in the email heading. You can also call us at 248-393-1060. Leave a message if you have some good news or a story idea for the podcast. Weather for the remainder of the week. Friday, cloudy early with sun later in the day. High of 63 and a low of 43. 20% chance of rain, but it will be scattered. Saturday, partly cloudy, 0% chance of showers. How about that? With a high of 68 degrees and a low of 54. I can't wait for Saturday. (laughs) That's going to be nice. Get the boats out and roll around the lake. Sunday, more of the same. Partly cloudy with a high of 71, low of 41. Slight chance of rain around 20%, but it's late in the day. And we're currently at chilly 65 degrees. It's partly sunny. I don't really believe that. It's a little drizzly. Sun's trying to poke through the clouds outside. And we got a 50% chance of showers likely or heavier showers likely around 9 p.m. tonight. So Friday and Saturday and Sunday are going to look like uh, really nice days to get out and enjoy the weather. Do so safely when you go out and about. Our top news stories of the week so far. Uh, The governor has announced that our shelter-in-place orders have been extended to May 15th and then be reviewed uh, once again. Same old story. We've seen it before, right? But some good news. Lawn care businesses can go back to work safely, of course. So watch watch out for your lawn services coming around to treat your lawns or mow them up for you in the coming days. uh, Lake Orion residents are also happy with the announcement that you can take your motorboat back out on the lake with some restrictions. Uh, but the main restrictions of not being able to use your motorboat on the lake have been lifted. So get those uh, boats all polished up and out and about. 
But be smart out there on the lake and make sure you follow safe dis distances uh, from your fellow boaters. And the golfing community is also happy. That, uh, the courses are now open for business. There are also restrictions uh, to keep social distancing rules in place. So be aware about that um, when, before you pack your clubs and head for the course. Uh, it's probably best to call the course ahead of time to get details on what their restrictions or rules may be. Um, I believe that it's a walking course only, no golf, courts, uh, golf carts allowed. And so you better hit them uh, straight down the fairway or you might have a hard time finding those golf balls in the rough, especially the wet rough with the rain we've had over the last couple days. All right. Something fun that just came out uh, this week. There's a fun Facebook tribute to LOHS seniors going around where you can adopt an LOHS member of the class of 2020. This fun service was created to show support for all of the hardworking seniors who lost uh, many of their end-of-the-year activities due to the COVID-19 outbreak. If you choose to adopt an LOHS senior, it's encouraged that you send letters of support, small gifts, or tokens of congratulations to help brighten a senior's day. You can visit uh, Facebook to find this group. It's called, get your pencil ready, Lake Orion High School dash adopt slash sponsor a senior 2020 a great story out of oxford uh they also have a program up there to um celebrate the uh, wildcat seniors that are oxford high school and one senior uh at oxford high school is looking to be an electrician going to trade school and uh one of his sponsors bought all of his tools that he would need for uh his uh apprenticeship so Man, oh man, that was that was a great story, and it really took a buzz around uh, Facebook uh, yesterday after that uh, took place. But if you'd like to sponsor a senior, take it uh, take it up. Lake Orion High School dash adopt slash sponsor a senior 2020. Uh, Canterbury Village has launched a fun family activity, bringing back the classic drive-in movie theater. It's twenty dollars per vehicle, and films are recent theatrical releases. And like some classes, like classics like Lion King, Star Wars, and so on. There are no drive-up tickets allowed or available. To purchase a ticket, you must visit Canterbury Village's Facebook page. The drive-in uh, theater has 150 oversized parking spaces, which allow for social distancing guidelines. Most shows were sold out almost immediately after going on sale, but check back for more tickets as they are made available. Shows run Thursday through Sunday, 5 p.m. and 8 p.m. with a matinee scheduled for 1 p.m. on Saturdays as well. But an update to that story. Talk about a buzzkill. Uh, they were shut down. So tonight's uh, first showing of the uh, for film, the film at the drive-in, has been canceled until further notice. Um I believe all the tickets will be honored at some later date. And uh, Canterbury and the uh, production company that set this all up is really working hard to try to make this happen. And uh, we have a little story from uh, WXYZ on an update on this story um, as it's developing. Let's see if we can get this thing up and running here. This is uh, courtesy of WXYZ in Detroit, Channel 7. A pretty elaborate setup here at Canterbury Village in Lake Orion with this uh, old school style drive-in movie theater set up behind me. It looks pretty nice here in the dark. And it was set to open up today with all of this space out here that people have to uh, come and enjoy. The owner says that uh, he was prepared to follow all of the proper social distancing guidelines, but he's being forced to wait.
And Tuesday night, we launched ticket sales at 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock. We were sold out. But those tickets are null and void for the time being. Canterbury Village, a favorite destination for many, set up a drive-in movie theater for people wanting to take a break from the worries of COVID-19. Despite the owner's plans to follow health guidelines, the governor says it's not safe. You know, as a small business owner, I'm starting to get nervous now. Well, I'm extremely disappointed. Obviously, I'm a father of uh, three young boys that are, you know, home all day long with my wife. It's it's very frustrating. Keith. Keith Aldridge then had to take to social media to break the news to customers. Keith Aldridge, owner One person of responded, Village. this is quite unfortunate and absolutely ridiculous. Another says, I'm sorry, but you can't put all the blame on the governor. I mean, why would you not check first before doing this and selling tickets? We thought we were good. Our social distancing guidelines were spot on. 20 by 20 spots marked out for all the cars. In a statement, the governor's office tells 7 Action News, quote, Governor Whitmer's first priority is the health and safety of all Michiganders as the state starts to safely re-engage sectors of our economy. Consistent with our executive orders, drive-in movie theaters are to remain closed to the public at this time. Keith says plans to reopen are certain. It's just a matter of time. Just a matter of time, as I said. That's something we mentioned, too. Um, so we just have to wait to see what happens, if they can get that up and running again. But it's a great idea. Uh, a lot of first-run movies, some great uh, films set for that uh, that venue. So we encourage uh, the governor to take a listen, and maybe we can get some uh, some fun out there. What do you say, Lake Orion? Write a letter or two, I guess, right? Um, some other good news. Orion Township has been recognized by the White House as being an exemplary community in this time of crisis. Uh, many outreach and uh, service ideas started in the Orion Township COVID-19 Task Force group have been shared not just around the state of Michigan, but around the country. And your local government agencies, community groups, religious centers, and regular citizens are working very hard to make sure Orion residents have the needed services and information in this time of COVID. And one of the great uh, ideas come out of this uh, task force was calling our senior citizens. Give them a call. Check on them. See how they're doing. Um, a call once a week to see if they need food, medicine, or just a chat. It's, uh, it's amazing uh, what a little phone call can do to brighten your spirits. And we know that... Uh, South Carolina, the capital of South Carolina, uh, adopted these ideas and made over 30,000 calls in a week to their senior residents. And they reached out to uh, Orion Township Supervisor Chris Barnett to say, hey, that was a great idea, fantastic, way to go. So Lake Orion making an impact not only in our state, in our community, but also across the nation. So uh, kudos to... Orion Township and all the hardworking people on the COVID-19 task force. Finally, the state has issued suggestions that if you are to go out shopping for needed items, that you wear a mask. Uh, stores can refuse service to patrons not wearing a mask. I believe that is coming soon. Be uh, courteous and think of others when you go out and about and wear those masks. I saw Costco will be looking at those sorts of restrictions. If you don't wear a mask, they won't let you in the door. So better safe than sorry, just wear a mask. All right, if you'd like to send Hello Cares some good news, email us at ontv at orionontv.org. We're always looking for those good news stories out there in this time of sheltering in place. If you're just joining us, this is the Yellow Cares podcast brought to you by Orion Neighborhood Television and the Orion Township COVID-19 response team. I'm Ian Locke, 
Executive Director at Orion Neighborhood Television. Our studio manager, Joe Johnson, will be joining us uh, at the bottom of the hour with some updates about uh, in and around town. He's been out and about getting some video, doing some interviews, so he'll be on with us in, I don't know, about uh, 25 minutes. So uh, thank you for tuning in. And we're rolling on to the second part of the podcast with our first interview of the day. All right, time for our first guest here on the Lake Orion Cares podcast. Um, it's every week we try to bring you a new guest from the community in, and this week we are excited to have a um, good friend of Orion Neighborhood Television, of course, the township, Karen Knox, the director of the Orion Township Public Library. And thank you so much for taking a, a couple minutes out of your uh, your crazy COVID days to uh, to come into the podcast and have a chat with us. Absolutely. I'm really glad to be here, Ian. Thank you for inviting me. Um, so you and I both run businesses or run, run organizations in town that are service-based for our residents. And wow, have things changed over the last month? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. It's been interesting. And, and uh, you know, we, we closed the library doors to the public on March 13th. So it's been a month and a half, which is a long time for our community residents to have to be without their library. And I get that. I've gotten comments from patrons saying, you know, when you when we miss you, will you please reopen sometime soon? And, and that's nice to hear. I appreciate that everybody's waiting for us because we'll be here soon. And that's a good sign too, though, right? I mean, it means that the services are needed. People are, they, they hunger for the library. It's something that they, they seek out regularly. So that's always a good, good sign that, you know, once everything gets back to normal, the patrons will be rolling back in and getting those books. It's, it's amazing how, um, you know, people are handling the lockdown and staying home and, um, running out of reading material. Um, I've heard is uh, kind of on the docket. And if you're going to the store to purchase a book, uh, it's take, taking a while, you know, obviously physically or online. Um, you're waiting a long time to get these deliveries now. So it, it really shows the importance of the library in our community under normal circumstances. And, um, you know, the reading material, like I finished my third book and I'm jonesing for something new. <laughs> what do we do, Karen? What do I do? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So um, there's lots of options still, and I know they're not as easy as pulling up to our, our building and running in and grabbing something, but um, there are still options. We are, we are still providing services. The staff is still working remotely, safely from their homes, and we are still reaching out to the community as much as we can. We are doing a lot on social media. So if you are a social media person, follow us on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, and you will find all sorts of great things that the staff is putting out there for residents, whether it's just a, a, you know, a, a fun little link. We did some community reads a couple of weeks ago where we kind of did activities based on specific titles 
four different age groups. We're putting out story times to go on our Facebook page as well so that people can do story times at home because we know people are missing um, bringing the little ones in for story times and not necessarily knowing how to, you know, read to them with different kinds of material, not being able to come in and get new picture books and those sorts of things. Um, and we are also doing online book discussions and, and other kinds of online things. So I think this week, the, the Facebook group, the social media group was looking at um, highlighting recipes mm. just from some of our cookbooks because um, people don't know what to cook and everybody's at home trying to cook right now. So it hits every level, right? And so um, we do, I think we did a, a pet photo array from the staff recently and just different things, just trying to make sure that Orion residents know that we are still here and we are still listening and we can't wait to see you all again, but we definitely want to make sure that it's safe before we do that. That's quite a variety of uh, items, you know, um, and it seems like you're rolling out new things all the time. I, I know at ONTV, we're just like, well, we're outside kind of people. We need to get out and get the news and the news is indoors now. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, um, what do we do? How do we adjust? And um, it's, it's a, it's a new reality. And luckily, like we mentioned before we went on the air, it's like, I, I'm lucky enough. I have, because of the business we do, I have my gear in my house already. And I just had to find a couple cables to connect and here we go. Um, but it's, we right. still connect with our residents, right? So it's, right. it's such a, it's in a way it's, um, energizing, I want to say, because, you have to think in different ways of how to engage your patrons um, yeah. that you've never had to think before. And we're finding too already with our staff that um, we know there's a couple of things we're going to do that we're going to keep going after this is all said and done. It's, it's worked like Absolutely. the software we're using and you know, it's, it's pretty amazing. And so are, are you finding that uh, you're like, boy, we, some of the ideas where they say necessity is the mother of invention. And Absolutely. so it, it's applicable here. Absolutely. Yeah, we are we are finding new ways of doing things. You know, I you know, everyone is becoming everyone across the, the state, the country is becoming an expert at Zoom and, um, you know, being able to offer programs in the future virtually for people that can't necessarily come to the library or we may not be able to offer big programs for months yet just because of this COVID situation. So we can't gather in large groups yet. So we may be very well doing continuing streaming um, and virtual programming options through the library, still all for free, because um, that's all, all the way we work. But, um, but for those people that are able to get outside, there is still one option available from the library. And I know a lot of people are enjoying walking on our trails yeah. and visiting our parks. And we still have our little libraries out there. Um, so, and we do have staff that are trying to ensure that they're staying stocked. So if you happen to run into a little library around Lake Orion, they're in a lot of the parks and along the trails and feel free to either um, pick something up. If you need something new to read, a physical book, they're there. Um, if you have a physical book that you loved and you're done with, feel free to drop it in a library for somebody else. So that that's our way of still being able to reach people um, with physical materials at this time outside. I'm so glad you brought that up because I love those little things. They're great. Um, just, just the idea and have them sprinkled out through the township. And um, I know my kids are avid library uh, goers and have been Absolutely. since they could walk, as you know. And yeah. so um, 
rolling by those little decorative huts, little houses on the stands with the books in them are fantastic. And we can't not stop and open them up <laughs> and see, well, what's in there Just today? What might you know? be in there? Yeah, you never know. It's... Exactly. And there's variety. And there's a lot of uh, mm -hmm. different things to read from kids to novels. You name it. It's in there. And I just think yeah. it's fantastic. It's whoever came up with that idea. I'd love to just shake their hand because it is wonderful. Awesome. And it keeps it going, right? You're right. So the physical book, that makes you exercise to go get your reading yep. material. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So I know that's important to, to a lot of people still. So, so that is definitely still an option. But for those of us that are more technology savvy, um, we do have a lot of online resources as well. And I wanted to remind you um, listeners about all of our online resources because there is a ton available to those of you that have access to the internet at home or on a smartphone or mobile device that you can access. And so all of it's available straight up from our website. And I'm just going which, to- Which I, I have it up on the screen now. Have but it up. If, awesome. If you wanted to, on your end, go through and just say, hey, you know, I'll try to highlight and mimic what you guys are talking about. But your website has so much information. And I would say it's easy to navigate easy to find things. I see um, just off the top, you know, we've been kind of comparing different sites and general information. You guys have regular library information, but you also have the um, Centers, Centers for D Disease Control and Prevention. You have State of Michigan, Oakland County, businesses, township, all these different resources that can yes. get you services or help if you need it. Love, Inc. is on here. Federal tax forms. You forget that, yeah, hey, taxes are still due. Yeah. <laughs> They've been yeah. delayed, but they're Eventually. there. So, yeah. so you still have that. So Yeah. Um, so I just, I mean, I think the reason we include some of that stuff, obviously we can't link to everything, but um, we want our residents to be sure that they're finding factual information during this time. There is so much misinformation being shared um, and not, uh, no, you know, not on purpose, but it's just the way it is. People tend to, to just share out whatever they see. And I just want to make sure, and our librarians want to make sure that our residents have access to the facts. So what's coming out from the governor's office, what's coming out from Oakland County, um, all of that stuff is really important for people to be able to stay up on and have links to. And um, and the Orient Township website also has, has additional information, but yes. Well, let's Let's go, go through some of that info. So I have it up, and I'm on your main, your homepage. And, okay, so if uh, you scroll down, well, at the top, of course, there's some basic um, just informational notices about things going on about the closure. But yep. if you get down to uh, the first big thing there is Headspace, um, which is an initiative from the governor. And um, it's actually near and dear to my heart. I'm a very um, big advocate for mental health, and I'm very concerned about a mental health crisis that is looming with regard to the health crisis that's happening as well as the economic crisis. And I was yeah. thrilled that the governor has um, figured out a way to try to reach some residents who may need some help. And Headspace is simply like a meditation kind of app where you can take some quiet time and, um, you know, just just relax and be in be present with yourself and taking some time for some self-care so um, so there are links to headspace there from the governor's office and then beyond that we did kind of revamp our website so 
Yes. Um, the first things are the Center for D Disease Control, the state of Michigan and the county and township uh, resources. And that's all specific to COVID-19. So if you have questions about what is happening with regard to COVID-19 and, and need some facts, that's the links for, for all of that information. Very good. Um, next to that, we have um, links to our, like our, our lifelines to our staff. So as I said, our library staff is still working from home. Those are all links to uh, email forms that you can use to access our staff for help. So whether you have questions about your library card, you need a library card, you don't know what your PIN number is. Um, if you have reference questions, and that can be any question, right? We answer any question that way. So if it's if you're a teen or an adult or a senior, we had a we have it grouped this way just because we have some special librarians in specialty areas. But um, you can use any of those forms to reach a library staff member, and we will get back to you as soon as possible. Fantastic. And then next to that, we actually have our notary services highlighted because oh. um, we do, many residents know that we do have notaries on staff at the library. And um, there are, there's a new way to do notarizing through electronic methods right now. And it's currently only allowed through May 6th, but um, you can click on that link and get more information about what's required um, because there are still people, and I, I've talked to, Joyce is one of our big notaries and she um, has been doing some electronic notaries for That's people. Great. People still need forms and, and paperwork and documentation. So um, feel free to reach out um, and get that help as well. That's awesome. That's not, that's not a service I would have uh, tied with the library, but that's fantastic. That's great. Yeah, to know. we do a lot of notary service there, and uh, this is a way to keep that going. So, and, and Joyce and I were just talking yesterday about how we might be able to continue to do e notaries in the future as well. So, great. Um, so, that's something to watch. Um, then, yes, we do have our connection to Love Inc., which is kind of our clearinghouse for our Orion residents. Um, for anybody that needs anything during this time, whether it's um, help with food or housing or um, schooling or, or whatever it happens to be. Um, there is a huge outpouring of love in our community of Orient Township, and I'm so blessed to be a part of it. And Absolutely. Loving is helping with that, as well as the Orient Township link there to have uh, more information about details in that regard. Fantastic. And I know Love, Inc., we've been sharing that on the podcast for since we started um, four weeks ago, and uh, I know they're they're still taking cash donations, and they have a fund set up for those in need here in the Orion area, and I believe their totals so far have uh, are approaching five thousand dollars. So if you would like to donate any cash uh, donations to help those in need around our community. Hop on over to Love, Inc. And, uh, hey, go to the library.org, uh, orionlibrary.org at their website and click on this link and get over there and uh, donate a couple bucks to help. Maybe it might be your neighbor um, uh, or your friend or your coworker. So um, get out there and donate. So, wow, this is this is a lot of information. And it's I have to say it's easy to find, too. You know, it's so easy to get lost in <laughs> – website mania you know um, but this is very well organized easy to find things so thank you for that uh, kudos to the staff on putting that together so I'm, I'm patting them on the back virtually awesome thank you so much <laughs> yep there's and there are more links there um, yeah. for more uh, important information. I don't know how much time we have if you want me to keep uh, going yeah or... yeah we've got we've got uh, we've got about six minutes sure 
Okay. So I'll, I'll go quickly through a couple of things and then jump to some more um, that I want to make sure we cover. Sure, absolutely. And, um, so in the middle there, there's links to tax forms, like we said earlier. There's also the link to the Michigan unemployment benefits oh, yeah. information. Um, we know so many people are trying to deal with unemployment right now. And um, so the link is there and we are definitely going to try to help people with that process as much as we can. Fantastic. Um, but at the at the bottom is some really cool stuff. So, and many of you may already be aware, but on the left is downloadable and streaming resources. And that's for people that are looking for something to read or listen to or watch, um, but they can't get it from the library in physical form. So we have resources on there like Cloud Library, which is eBooks and downloadable audiobooks. Oh we have Hoopla, um, which is a lot of different kinds of material. And Hoopla, um, is limited to currently six checkouts per month per library okay. card. Um, but Hoopla has offered a whole collection of what they're calling bonus borrows that is coming from the company that are free and don't count against your six. So um, they have found a way to kind of expand that out. So that's available and there's movies in there and, and comics and all sorts of fun things. Wow. So definitely check that out. I just clicked on the link. You went, wow, this is amazing. Talk about yeah. no excuse <laughs> to click on lots this link. Lots to see. Yeah, <laughs> this lots is awesome. to see there. Overdrive, RB Digital, World yep. eBook. I mean, wow. Yeah, lots in there. Canopy is also video, films, documentaries, that sort of thing. Um, Overdrive is more eBooks and audiobooks, and RB Digital is magazines. So if you're missing print magazines, um, check that out. Wow. So there's a lot of fun entertainment and informational needs in that link. And then if you scroll back over to the, the homepage there and just take a look at that last set. Yeah. Um, and that's online resources, and they're kind of broken up by um, age group there just for ease, but we have stuff for all ages. And those are the subscription databases, we call them in the library lingo, but they're really just okay. um, really good online resources that the library pays for or the state of Michigan pays for on behalf of residents. And so just a few in there to kind of highlight, that's where you asked me earlier off um, earlier this morning about lynda.com. Yeah. And lynda.com is linked in there. And that is a great resource for people who are trying to learn um, anything right now. It's all online tutorials and videos, and it's all free for Orion residents. And when you say so, anything, you're not kidding. I mean, <laughs> it, there's we found software, like sophisticated software tutorials, um, down to basic things. It's It's unbelievable to... Just yeah, there's the topics are just management. range everywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's really good. I mean, YouTube has stuff, right? But uh, Lynda.com has the the quality of stuff that you're you know when you're looking for something more in, involved and you know um, something that you want to learn or something that you want to maybe a hobby or something like that. Absolutely. So, well, um, it, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, I hate to interrupt. Go ahead. No, that's okay. Similarly, there's one in there called Creative Bug, which is for arts and crafts folks, which oh. I think a lot of folks are getting into arts and crafts right now just because yeah. they're looking for something to do. <laughs> and that is actually something that is offered through Joanne Fabrics. And oh. it's, uh, again, online videos learning how to do a lot of different kinds of arts and crafts. So if you want to learn how to knit or you want to learn how to scrapbook or um, little projects, all sorts of stuff um, is available in there. And that's under so. the the meel.org 
or mel um, or so mel no so you want to be back on the home page sure. yep on the yeah homepage. back on the home page if you go down to where it says resources for adults, adults. for example okay those are adults. all of them listed by category and so you can you can see there are there are tons and some of oh, them are offered through are. the state and many of them are offered just for Orion residents. And so they're alphabetical or by category, depending on what's easier for you to find things. So if you scroll through there, you will see creative bug is listed as one of the options in there. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> so this is okay. So this, I don't want to say it's overwhelming, but it, it, it are, is. Once you start looking at it, you're like, wow. Um, the res just the resources that are available and of course, you know, it, it doesn't cost a monthly fee. You know, we're not, you just go to your site. It's right here just waiting for you to discover it and poke around, right? I mean, right. this is fantastic. You guys handle right. all you the hard around, parts. <laughs> yeah, and if you poke around and you get overwhelmed and you have questions or you heard me say something today that you have questions about, go back to our yeah. homepage at, the, at that section for reaching out to staff for reference questions or anything. Um, and I am happy to uh, help as well if there's anything that I can do. Um, but uh, staff will answer those emails and get back to anybody that has questions about uh, library resources during this time. If you're just joining us here on the Lake Orion Cares podcast, I'm Ian Locke. And with me is the director of the Township Library, Karen Knox, giving us great information about her website. And uh, the staff is still on hand to, to help everybody. And, you know, under this age of we're stuck indoors, let's get some resources um, moving forward, I mean, or, uh, here's a question for you guys. Um, have you found that, uh, the inquiries, like the calls to you or emails have, have they waned at any bit? Have they increased? Have you found that people are still reaching out and, um, really, I mean, you have hardcore library users and you have the, yeah, you know, the, the occasionals, and then you have the student that's panicking because they have a research paper due type of right. patrons. <laughs> right. So we get all kinds. Are, how are you finding um, uh, them reaching out? Is Are the numbers up? Are they still steady? You guys, the phone's ringing off the hook. How is it? So it's it's not the phones aren't ringing off the hook. I think a lot of people aren't calling because they 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 know that the the physical doors are closed. Um, but we do still access voicemail every day. So if anybody were to call and leave us a message, we would absolutely return the call. Um, so feel free to do that if that's easiest for you. Um, email is also available, like I've been saying, off of our website, and um, it's really interesting. So I think you know the library has also been pushing out um, e uh, like newsletters to our patrons and things of that nature. And so after one of those may go out, then we get an influx of emails with questions. You know, it's like we've, we, re we reached out and touched somebody who has a question. And, um, and so I've gotten some emails in response to those kinds of pushes of information, but there's always a small steady stream of, of little uh, questions here or there that are people looking for access to library resources. So, and we're also getting comments just from people saying, you know, we can't wait for the doors to reopen. <laughs> Can you offer curbside service? Um, and absolutely, we are we are just as anxious as everybody else to get access to our building again. And um, I, I would very likely say that we will be offering some sort of curbside service in okay. the future once we're cleared. Yeah. Um, the, right now, we can't. The governor um, has said we must be part of that stay at home. So we are still home, staff included, and through May 15th. But if we get cleared to come back to the building after that, we will certainly, we, we have staff planning ahead. And uh, don't forget, summer is a big deal for yes. the library. And um, so 
Summer reading is absolutely still happening. Oh, good. And I was going to ask about that. That's that's one of the best programs around in the summertime. Yeah. So the only thing that we won't be doing is our big party, our kickoff party that we usually have at the building where we usually get over a thousand people to come out and party with us in the backyard. And, and we're not doing that this time, but, um, but don't be fooled. We are still planning for a lot of really great opportunities for reading, for learning, for having fun, for winning prizes. I kid you not, there are going to be some awesome prizes still. And I'm hoping that we will be partnering with a lot of our local downtown businesses for prizes this year because of um, the, our ability to help support them in that regard. So absolutely. um, Fantastic. You know, the uh, I, the summer reading program is great, keeps kids engaged, uh, reading all summer long. But it's, it's so much fun, though. I mean, if you've never been to the summer reading kickoff, I, it's just, you know, it's one of those things where you kind of go, oh, you know, like the flower fair in the village has now been changed and altered and a variety yeah. of other things. But it still can be a lot of fun. And the kids, you know, the kids will enjoy it. They, they just like having something in their hands, engaging with their peers and reading a book. And the chance to win a prize, you can't understate. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> How awesome it's, a prize it's good incentives, right? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> so. Well, that's well, that's great. Is there anything you'd like to share with us that we haven't covered Um uh, with our chit chat, time has flown by. It's unbelievable. I know. Um, I know. It always happens when you and I sit down and have a discussion. And, Absolutely. And, There's so many exciting yeah. things yet to come. I would. I would just like to say, I guess, that our library, like many other places in our township will never be the same way that it was prior to COVID, unfortunately. It, but that doesn't, that's not a negative. Um, it's been a really good opportunity for us to figure out what services our staff at, can offer and what services our patrons need during this time. And that's something I'm so proud of with my staff is that they are so flexible and listen to what people are asking for. And I guarantee you that we will be offering new services once we get back on track with reopening our doors in some way, shape, or form, and definitely doing more with online stuff as we move forward. So, and I'm always open to any feedback from anybody. So, um, I look forward to it. Fantastic way to end our discussion today. Um, again, thank you so much for taking your time. I know you're busy and there's a lot of different things going on and you're off to another meeting just like I'm off to another meeting in this format. It's, Absolutely. I, I, I can't wait until we can sit and see 3D again, you know? Yeah. <laughs> this 2D is, you know, it yeah. is what it is. I, I don't want to say I'm getting used to it. I'm trying not to get used to it because I can't wait to get back to, you know, seeing um, colleagues in the, in the community and working together again on all these different initiatives. So Karen Notch, Absolutely. Director of the uh, Lake Orion or the Orion Township Public Library, thank you for taking your time on the Yellow Cares podcast and good luck. And hey, hit that website, Orion Township. Yes, OrionLibrary.org. OrionLibrary.org. Absolutely. Full of chock full of information, entertainment, you name it. It's there, information. And don't forget to do your taxes. Uh, They have have the form, so don't forget. All right, Karen, have a good day. We'll see you around. Thank you so much. All right. Nice interview with Karen. She's always a pleasure to chit chat with. And, you know, I always learn something new when I sit down with uh, Karen Knox from the Orient Township Public Library. And uh, somebody else always learns something from every day. It's Mr. Joe Johnson, studio manager, ONTV. 
He's back with us again today, another uh, Thursday at 3, LO Cares Podcast. Joe, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Nice to uh, get out and about today. Even though it was raining, I'll still take it. Yeah, it's starting to lighten up a bit. And um, we shared the uh, the weather forecast with everybody at the top of the hour. And, oh boy, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday are going to be like 68. 61 71 and just amazing so if i know i'm gonna say get out there and have a good time but it's like get out there and be safe get out there and be safe right yeah but (laughs) you got to get that physical activity in your life don't just lay on the couch and netflix um (laughs) there's that every wednesday i think starting next week um the uh fitness uh, what is it called the michigan fitness foundation are encouraging People yeah. to uh, get out on the trails and hike walk, and walk and bike and walk uh, and wheel become, Wednesdays. Yeah, get some physical activity. I know I'm guilty of not getting out there as often as I should. So uh, well, I'm glad get you out brought there that up. Active. I'm glad you brought that up because we got the video right here. Um, this is you put this together. You're out and about the other day. Correct. All right, so let's give it a go. Let's uh, give everybody get a chance to take a peek at this. Uh, the the video stylings of one Mr. Joe Johnson. For more neighborhood television, let's take a peek at this uh, little promo here. The Michigan Fitness Foundation encourages families to stay active during the COVID-19 pandemic. MFF and the Michigan Department of Transportation are launching Walk and Wheel Wednesdays to give Michigan families opportunities for healthy and fun outdoor activity. Beginning May 6th, families are invited to be active by spending at least 20 minutes outside every Wednesday. This includes walking, biking, hiking, and other outdoor activities with individuals from the same household. While being active, families are reminded to practice social distancing by staying at least six feet away from other members of the public. Avoid all shared outdoor equipment, cover coughs and sneezes, and wash hands immediately upon returning home. Families are encouraged to post photos of their Walk and Wheel Wednesdays activities to social media by tagging at Michigan Fitness and at Michigan DOT with the hashtag WalkinWheelMI. Another outstanding job on the video, Mr. Johnson. Appreciate it. Uh, good info for the community. And uh, was that all shot yesterday? Was that sunny out or was that some B-roll? Oh, that was just B-roll because um, when I was going to go out, the weather wasn't really cooperating. So, Roll call, please. Um, so it officially kicks off uh, next Wednesday. Um, so get out there. And speaking of uh, physical activity, one of the things I was out and about doing today was talking to Jenny Body of Morian Township. Uh, we talked about the future of this year's uh, Memorial Day Veterans uh, 5K or Veterans Memorial 5K race. Yeah. And she said that it will not be a race where everyone will line up at the starting line and a gun will go off. Um, what they are planning this year is a virtual run. So I, I had to, I reached out to her and I said, what, what is, it? is a virtual 5K? <laughs> and she told me that the week of Memorial Day weekend leading up to the weekend, uh, they're encouraging people to go out and run your own 5K, whether it's on the Paint Creek Trail or the Pollyann Trail or in your own subdivision. Uh, log your information, keep track of your time. You can register for the 5K online. I have a page open up here uh, to eastsideracing.com. Um, uh, you could register online. 
you submit your information, uh, you'll get a packet in the mail with a t-shirt and a medal. Um, and so it's just a different way to encourage people to take part, uh, be active, be fit, and have some fun in the process. Now we can have uh, more official information or at least a, a graphic or promo. That, that's what we do at ONTV, right? We put these together in promos to help promote it. So I'm sure we'll have uh, something a little more formal to show on the screen um, uh, next week, maybe even the interview, which would be great. Um, that is right. Yeah, the one thing um, – a lot of you guys watching the podcast know Joe. He's out and about in the community all the time and has been for, should I say, how many years? <laughs> I've been doing this since high school. So, a long uh, time. Five years I've been doing this. So he's out and about and collecting. Uh, he's our news guy, so he's out there getting all these information. And we're, we're kind of stretching our wings a little bit, trying to get to the, what they call it the new normal, uh, trying to get uh, get our masks situated so we can get out in the community, get our own TV cameras out, get those stories out to you that are we find uh, are information. Uh, in, informal or not informal informational and uh good for everybody right That's it's right. been a long week mr johnson <laughs> a lot of uh, chats a, a lot of microphones so anyway tongue got uh, tongue tied here <laughs> um but yeah you were out also to i mean that's a great program the, the virtual 5k uh just to stay on the um uh, memorial day celebrations that has that race has grown considerably since it started um, several years ago, and tying it yeah. into the more Memorial Day celebrations, um, ONTV is still trying to get some information about what Memorial Day will look like around um, uh, the village of Lake Orion on that day. And um, have you heard anything? Is there any discussions? Have you come across anything? Well, Jenny at the township said they have not been contacted about anything official yet. I'm sure if they do schedule something over at the Veterans Memorial, it'll be a little bit more low key. Yeah. Um, they're so dedicated over there. I can't imagine them letting Memorial Day come and go without some sort of recognition. Yeah. And I'm sure when we when we get the information, we'll let everybody know. Yeah, I know I have a phone call I need to make after we get off the air here um, to try to dig up some more information. So hopefully next week we'll have more information for you guys. Um, I know that's one of my favorite events. It's, it's so well done. Um, and the, the, the amount of people that come out for it and, uh, this, just the variety of things that they are, you know, uh, looking after and talking about and making you think, and it's, it's really good. If for some reason there is no outside, um, um, ceremonies, uh, I'm sure we'll break out last year's and throw it up, up on the channel and share it with the whole community so you can get a flavor of, um, really the dedication of all those who keep the uh, the Veterans Memorial alive and, and kicking. That thing is busy. A lot of things going on over there. So kudos to those who brought, one, brought it into the community because it is a, a fabulous uh, facility, uh, but also those who it, plan uh, all these things. Go ahead. I remember the groundbreaking ceremony back when it was an empty lot and how they've <laughs> added piece by piece over the last couple decades uh it's amazing to see what it has become well you guys are watching the lo cares podcast here um on orient neighborhood television or brought to you by orient neighborhood television ontv and the uh the covid uh, 19 task force through the township um if you're in need of help if you can see on the screen we have some phone numbers here for you and web web addresses so uh the township hotline is 2483910304 extension 3507 or you can email help at orientownship.org 
Um, if you were in need or in a f uh, food emergency or if you need other services or help in any any way, uh, call that number. Uh, 248-391-0304, extension 3507, or email help at There will be a staff member there to take your call or your email and uh, find the assistance uh, you need. Now, there was a great story last week we shared um, about uh, a lady in the community. Her well went down. It broke and needed some assistance, and somebody on the uh, – the task force, the COVID-19 task force team at Township says, hey, I can go take a peek at it. Was out there, diagnosed the, the issue with her well and fixed it. I mean, it's, it's, it is that broad. All the different things that people are willing to do to give people a hand here around Orion Township. We also have school district info, the website there, lakeorionschools.org, Oakland County, great resources over there at oakgov.org, and NOTA. You cannot forget about NOTA if you need a ride. 248-693-7100. Give them a call and they can give you a lift um, to get your medicine, get some groceries, take you to a doctor's appointment, and so on. So NOTA, 248-693-7100. Now you had a chance to get out to Oakland County down at the uh, county uh, building and Pontiac last week, correct? Correct. Yeah, at the complex, um, they they launched their drive-through testing uh, a little over a week ago. Um, started out, they rolled it out with uh, first responders, essential workers, uh, and then they basically opened it up to the public. Uh, so I got out there, and the uh, county executive Dave Coulter was nice enough to come out there and meet me there. And uh, we talked a little bit about what you need to do to uh, show up to get tested if you're not feeling well or if you just want to make sure that you're safe to uh, do the essential jobs that you need to do. Okay, so we have uh, Joe's report, and it was it actually made the staff at ONTV give a cheer because it was our first news break in like a month. <laughs> That's right. So here it is. Uh, it's on our uh, YouTube page at um so let's give it a go. This is uh, from just uh, late last week. On April 16th, Oakland County unveiled its new drive-through COVID-19 testing site on the grounds of the Oakland County Complex in Pontiac. Tents are set up in the parking lot behind the medical examiner's office at building 28E. The tests are free, but an appointment is necessary. First of all, it's important for you to know if you have the coronavirus, obviously, so you can take precautions. Uh, but it's important um, for our county so that we know where the virus is, uh, what parts of the county it's in, and we can help isolate those people who may be positive uh, so that uh, negative people can go back to work and, and have confidence that they can interact with the public. I really think that as we begin to reopen the economy, and the governor has started to take some steps on that just today, uh, testing is going to be more crucial than ever. Uh, not, not just to make sure that people are safe, but to give people confidence that when they go to a business, when they go to a restaurant, uh, that the people there are safe as well. So testing is going to be with us for a while, and it's, it's going to be really important that you get tested. When you arrive for your appointment, you'll never have to leave your vehicle. Just bring some form of ID, staff will perform a swab, and you'll be on your way. It literally takes just minutes. You don't even need insurance information since the test is free, and you'll get the results within 24 to 48 hours. 
Well, first and foremost, and I think all residents of Oakland County should understand, we have an outstanding public health department. They don't get a lot of attention. In, in normal times, you don't hear much about them, although they're busy working. We had a measles outbreak a year ago. They handled that very professionally. And so we have outstanding men and women in our public health department that are helping, frankly, to advise and guide the directions that I have to take as county executive. Uh, and, on the, and then on the other hand, we have wonderful economic development people so we're already making plans for when our businesses can reopen how can we support them so that they can get back on their feet as quickly as possible because we know Oakland County is the economic engine of Michigan and it's important not just for us but for the whole state that Oakland County gets back to work as soon and as safely as possible. To schedule an appointment call the Health Division's Nurse On Call hotline at 1-800-848-5533. Hours are Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. The county is not performing antibody tests just yet. In Pontiac, this is Joe Johnson reporting for ONTV News. All right, great story, Joe. And just so everybody knows, we were uh, uh, observing social distancing rules during the interview, correct? Yes, we were all wearing our masks and gloves. Uh, Dave Coulter took his mask off just during the interview, but I was a good six feet away from him. Yeah, it's, I really do appreciate him coming out. And uh, as soon as we were done, he ran off to do his uh, live Facebook broadcast. Yeah, that was a great get for the interview and for him to take the time because, you know, um, all the big wigs are very busy. They're pulling so many different ways uh, around the, the community, around the county and around the state that uh, just to take a moment like that to give us some information um, is really helpful for the community. So that, that video is up and running on YouTube. Share it with everybody. That is good info. And um, uh, some of you watching, hopefully you can take advantage of the free testing. Um, so you were out again. Uh, what are we at here? 52 minutes into the podcast. You were out today. Now it was a little dreary, a little rainy. And we were talking last week with uh, the village uh, council president, uh, Ken Van Portfleet and the village manager, Joe Young, about some interesting buddies of ours we always see in Michigan. There's those little orange barrels that kind of show up this time of year. And what did you see today out on M24, Joe? Well, when I pulled out on the M24 near Indianwood, I discovered quickly that uh, southbound M24 is down to one lane. Uh, it's uh, orange barrels are as far as the eye can see all the way down to uh, Detroit Burger Bar. Uh, lots of construction equipment. Um, so if you're traveling south on M24, be prepared for backups. Uh, if you're traveling north uh, into Oxford, uh, northbound, the northbound lane is down to one lane into Oxford. Uh, so keep that in mind as you're out and about. Obviously, traffic isn't as heavy as it normally would be because of social distancing and stay-at-home order. Um, but traffic is still uh, a little backed up going southbound on M24 and northbound north of Lake Orion. Um, so just keep that in mind as you're traveling. And some details about the construction there on southbound so far for uh, Lake Orion. Uh, they said that's going to be a resurfacing in Lake Orion from the Detroit Burger Bar north. 
Um, but a complete rebuild at the Indian Wood and M24 intersection. So that should be interesting. <laughs> it's already confusing already. So I uh, hope they get creative with it and make it a little easier for everybody. But yeah, heading north into Oxford, I mean, that's a complete tear out redo um, to Drainer, I believe, and even further. So if you're traveling, if that's your main uh, mode of uh uh, travel for work or whatever heads up it's coming so uh, make alternate plans and, and take the detours if you have to but it's out there and uh, the good thing like you said joe it's uh you know less traffic because people are home and hopefully they can get this stuff done quicker um and faster and better and all that good stuff so once everything yeah. settles down it, it gets back to normal i've seen a lot of people post on facebook if there ever was a good time to do road construction <laughs> now is the time to do it <laughs> and, and i would say you know a month ago you'd say there's never a good time there's never a good time for this but i'm like yeah okay this is great i haven't even been on baldwin i just live off baldwin so i haven't even been on there for all of that mess um i just hear the banging and the smashing and the crashing of all the <laughs> all the construction equipment so um yeah i'm glad i haven't even been on south 75 or on the you know with all that construction in Geez, yeah. two months, I think it's been. So um, yeah. it's good. if we're going to say, yeah, there's some good things about this, let's let's give them that. I'll give, I'll give them that a little bit, yeah. All right. Another so we have – uh, yeah, go, go ahead real quick. I have a little bit of news talking to Jenny over at the township today. Um, I'd asked her about the Forgotten Harvest over at Civic Center Park. Oh, yeah. Um, when I was there several weeks ago shooting video of them distributing food to families in need – uh, a person on staff there said that they were only they were planning on being there the next two weeks. Uh, well, those two weeks have come and gone, so I was kind of curious as to what was going to happen. So I asked Jenny if they've been in touch with uh, Forgotten Harvest, and she said yes, and that they will continue to offer food um, for through at least the new extended deadline of May fifteenth, and possibly even further beyond that. Okay. Um, so, uh, as you've seen yourself, uh, that service has been extremely popular with long lines, uh, going into the, uh, the soccer field area there by, uh, Township Hall. And so I was happy to find out that it will continue for at least, uh, several more weeks. Yep. I'm running the drone footage now. And, uh, uh, this footage was taken early in the morning as the line was short and we're, we're hearing it's a quarter mile backup, usually out onto uh, Walden Road. So if you're going to take part uh, in the uh, Forgotten Harvest uh, pickup um, for those in a food emergency and in need, uh, get there early because the line gets uh, pretty quick. And if there's any leftovers, we were notified that those leftovers do go back to the Orion Center for distribution around the township. So uh, it's there. And the resources are there for everybody and uh, what a resource it is. Uh, before we get out of here, Joe, I just want to uh, say, hey, we ONTV has some special programming coming up. Uh, if you like your concerts in the park that, that are happening, we're doing a marathon on ONTV on Wednesdays. And uh, be sure to tune in, though. You can see those also um, from noon to 10 p.m. on Wednesdays. And on Fridays, we're starting our B-movie double feature for the, the craziest schlock movies from the 50s, 60s, and 70s you ever seen. Sit down, watch some crazy sci-fi stuff. We've got Robot Wars and Plan 9 from Outer Space coming your way on Friday. It is a classic. Many people consider that the worst movie ever made. Ever, ever made. I don't know. I've seen some others, but that one is right up there. 
All right, Mr. Johnson, thank you for uh, another uh, stellar podcast and getting out there and doing your duty for the community and for ONTV and doing such a nice job. We'll see you next week, yeah? Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me. All right, we'll see you. All right, so this this is... The Orion Cares podcast brought to you by Orion Neighborhood Television and the COVID-19 response team at the township. And that's it for us. If you'd like to uh, drop us a line, email us at ontv at orionontv.org or call us at 248-393-1060 and leave a message. That's it for this edition of uh, Orion Cares, LO Cares podcast. Be safe. Wear those masks out there, everybody. Drive safe on that lake. Great weather this weekend. Take it slow. Enjoy the roll, right? Have fun, and we will see you next Thursday at 3 p.m. Take care, everybody.